Well, well, happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Just Around the Corner. I can't believe it's episode four already. I feel like uh, we just started this thing, but we're, we're learning as we go, making the odd mistake here and there, but that's what you get on live radio, internet radio, that is, a 4680Q on Chrysler Avenue in Niagara Falls, Ontario. I'm Dan, I'm a Dave. I'm your host. And this week we're going to try something a little different. This one's going to be called Songs from Around the Corner. I'm going to tell some stories about some of the guys and some of the artists I've met along the way and some of the great music that uh, has turned me on to their band or their, uh, their writing. And uh, I'm going to play a few really cool songs, tell you some stories. And we're going to do that every fourth Tuesday. Now, last week we had an amazing guest, uh, Joe Durso from uh, the Lady Day Foundation. He's the president of the Lady Day Foundation, and we can talk for days, me and Joe. And if you listened, you'll you realize we, I think we talked sports for the first half hour. I didn't get to any of my questions. <laughs> we talked about the Yankees and the Rangers and all these different things, and uh, we finally got to uh, some of the questions. So I said, we're going to do a part two down the road because Joe's got so many great stories, and uh, I want to make sure you get to hear some of them. And I think we're going to try to have Joe here in the summer, and uh, you know maybe we'll try to uh, bring him into the studio. That might be even better. So stay tuned for that. Now, our upcoming shows. Uh, so like I said, every fourth show, I'm going to do something called Songs from Around the Corner. But everything, every other week, it'll be an artist from Light of Day Asbury or Light of Day Canada. I'm going to be either calling them uh, at their location or here in the station. Uh, but next week, I'm going to be calling down to New Jersey to an original E Street Band member, the drummer, from the first album, Vinny Mad Dog Lopez. He'll be... Uh, our guest on March 7th, so that's next Tuesday. Can't wait. Vinny's got his own band called the Hula Hula Boys, and, and you know, he was in Steel Mill with Bruce, so we're going to hear a lot of great stories about Bruce and Light of Day because he performs uh, at Light of Day functions uh, every year. So uh, great guy, uh, interesting stories, and you'll love that one. The week after that, another Vinny will be uh, – well, we're gonna be, I was going to say in the station, but we'll be calling New York City this time, and that'll be Mr. Vincent Big Pussy Pastore. Uh, you'll know him from The Sopranos. If you've been uh, following Light of Day Canada for years, you know that he was one of our uh, MCs for a few of our shows. He MCed down in Light of Day, too, at Asbury Park. Um, pretty sure it was his mother who had Parkinson's, so it's very near and dear to Vinny's heart. So he'll be on the show. And the following week, March 21st, uh, Hamilton Zone. I was going to say Niagara Zone because he's here so much, but Hamilton Zone. Dave Rave, uh, formerly a teenage head, but he's uh, got his own projects on the go, and he'll be joined in the studio with uh, Jack Sabreck from The Trues. Now, The Trues played a Light of Day Hamilton show many years ago, and uh, you know, we're hoping to get them uh, back as well. But we'll talk to Jack and Dave Rave, who both played together on Dave's last album. And uh, Dave has been a big part of Light of Day, both virtually and he was actually part of the very first show. He got up and did Let's Shake with Joey Durso. So uh, look forward to those. So that's Vinny Mad Dog Lopez next week. Vinny Pastore the week after that, and on the 21st, Dave Raven, Jack Siprick from the Trues. Now, like I said, today's going to be a little different. It's not going to be an interview. I'm not calling anybody. Nobody's in here. It's just me, actually, uh, staring out onto Chrysler Avenue and getting ready to play some of my favorite songs from some of my favorite artists. Now, I've met a lot of people with Light of Day over the years, and uh, some have become really good friends. Uh, one of those guys uh, is Joe Grusecki uh, from Joe Grusecki and the House Rocker. Joe's had a storied career, uh, good friends with Mr. Springsteen. 
Uh, I became a fan. I was a little late to the show with Joe Grishecki. Um Just setting something up here. There we go. Uh, I was a little bit late to the show with Joe because uh, I didn't actually get into his music until 1995. He'd already put a lifetime in before that. Uh, I think maybe the first album was 1978. Um, so, you know, I was, I was a little bit behind, but being a Springsteen fan, you know, I've, I've found a lot of artists through Bruce, you know, I mean, even Tom Waits, I became a Tom Waits fan, you know, because of Jersey girl and, you know, Tom Waits is now in my holy trinity of rock and roll. Thanks to Mr. Springsteen's introduction into him. Not that I didn't know who he was. And with Joe Grishecki, I had read about him a few times in uh, Backstreet's magazine and, uh, so when the new album, American Babylon, came out and produced by Bruce Springsteen, uh, at the time I was up in Toronto and I saw it and I saw Bruce's name and I said, I got to buy this thing. And man, I fell in love with that album. It's still in my top 20 albums of all time, American Babylon. It's, it's such a great record, great writing. Bruce, Bruce sings on it. He uh, helps write. Patty's on the album. But it's, it's Joe and the House Rockers that really make this record. And they just had their... Um, anniversary album put out it's a double album uh, a lot of uh, great cuts from uh, live uh, shows with bruce uh, bruce was actually uh, touring with them at the time really cool that's another story for another day uh so i i got to know joe because after american babylon he put out a he put out a record called a good life if you haven't heard it go go look it up song father and son still brings a tear to my eye but I loved that album, and I heard that he was coming to the Cadillac Lounge in Toronto. Never been, never heard of the place, but me and I think it was about six of us. We went up there to the show. We're sitting down before the show, and I see Joe Grishecki at the bar, and I got the guts to go up and talk to him because earlier that day I had noticed that his website really needed some help. <laughs> so I'm Dan with Dave, right? We own Dan with Creative Group. So even back then, I was always hustling, always looking for new work. But this this wasn't hustling for the money. I, I wanted to, uh, I really wanted to help this guy out. So I moseyed up to the bar and I said, hey, guy, Dave Rotella. He shook my hand, very nice. And I said, hey, I was on your website today. You sure could use a, an update or two. And he said, well, if you know anybody. And I said, well, actually, actually why I wanted to talk to you. I'd love to do it for you. And he was very kind, and he took my number. I said, well, I'm never going to hear from this guy again. show was great, of course, and uh, it was quite ironic that it was at the Cadillac Lounge. Well, the owner, Sam Grasso, ended up being one of my besties in the, in the entire world. <laughs> we talk every day. He's been part of Light of Day Canada, so that was, that was kind of cool that, you know, that's where it all started. Uh, and, of course, Sammy knew of Joe. That's why he had hired him to play his bar because he's a big Springsteen nut, and he knew Joe Grushecki and the House Rockers and was a fan long before me. But, uh, anyways, I digress. So, you know, after that, you know, I got to know Joe. We built a site, and... Then I get that call from Mike Minervini, like I told you in episode one. That's how it all began. He wanted to know if we wanted to start this light of day, or we wanted to put on a light of day show, sorry, uh, which did end up starting this. And we did through his connection with Joe Durso and mine with Joe Grushecki. We, we talked, and we said, okay, let's put together a lineup, and the rest, as they say, is history. And that's where Light of Day Canada came from. But Joe Grushecki and Light of Day are synonymous. You, you know, Joe pl has played every Light of Day Canada show, except for the one at the Seneca Queen several years ago. I think that was our last live one. But he did play our virtual show in 2020 uh, and several songwriters, virtual songwriter shows that we did. Uh, 
he did our summer, we put together summer shows. They were called the Summer Concert Series uh, back after our first light of day. And Joe came down and basically every year he would play a summer show. Uh, and in fact, one of my favorite shows was at Chip and Charlie's. Um, it was uh, the week my father passed away. And we were going to cancel, and we didn't. Evan opened up the show, and uh, Joe rocked the house. My mom was there, and half our family, and it was a very memorable, very memorable night. And uh, he's just been a big part of our Light of Day family for years. He's got a great family himself, uh, good friends with, with the Grushecki family, Leanne, Des, Johnny, and, of course, out in Ohio, the real on air personality, Pam. Uh, all Steeler fans. That's the only. That's the only issue I have with them. Uh, but great people, and uh, he's been a he's been a good friend over the years. I love his music. Uh, makes it makes uh, it a lot easier uh, when you're when you're picking bands to play when it's people that you love and respect. And Joe's got a huge heart. He's one of the one of the nicest people I've ever met in music. And I wanted to play. What I consider to be my favorite song. This this song is the one when I heard it for the first time. I'm gonna screw this up. For the first time when uh, when I got bought this album, I think I played this one over and over again before I could get to anything else. This and Chain Smoking. So, without further ado, our first song. There we go. Our first song on the songs around the corner show that we'll be doing every fourth episode. Mr. Joe Grushecki from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with his band, The House Rockers, from the album American Babylon. Here's Never Be Enough Time. Well, your mama didn't like me, so we just ran away. Got a little apartment in a hotel down in Brownsville Way. Used to sit in the kitchen, play guitar one night turn to day. Well, I always thought it's something no one could ever take away. But the time run out. And a payment's too There'll never be enough time To forget about you Well, there'll never be enough time To forget about you Well, then, 
told you that's one of my favorite songs by Joe Grusecki and the House Rockers from the album American Babylon. That one's never be enough time. You can you can hear Mr. Springsteen at the end belting out some background vocals. Next up, so like I was saying, you know, we've had so many great musicians and some of them I didn't know and uh, didn't know their their catalog of music. Um, you know, until they, you know, until they uh, became part of our lineup or played our show. And one of those, and, and I was racking my brain, actually trying to figure out exactly who invited this man to our first show. So our, our first show was at the NFCVI uh, Auditorium, right around the corner here from 4680Q. And uh, I've always been a huge fan of the singer-songwriter genre. I mean, I grew up, uh, my father listened to a lot of great rock and roll, you know, but he, he listened to Chapin and Crochet and, and a lot of those guys, James Taylor, when I was young. And so I really fell in love with that. You know, my first artists that I really, really fell in love with were, you know, Elton John. I was a big Bernie Topin fan, loved the way he wrote, and Jackson Brown and the Eagles and obviously Bruce and Poco and guys like that, but it was it was always that singer-songwriter genre. So we decided to have a songwriter in the round uh, portion of that show, and it was uh, 4680Q's Rick Rose who really helped us pull that all together. We had uh, Joe Grusecki, Joe Durso, Willie Nile, and Rick brought in the great Ron Sexsmith, uh, who, again, at the time, great Canadian singer-songwriter, probably one of the best. I mean, Paul McCartney and Elton John love this guy's uh, writing. Uh, but I didn't really know his music at the time. I've, you know, since become a fan. Um, but then there was another guy uh, with this raspy voice, uh, and he was from Niagara Falls, New York. Now I think it was Joe, Grush or, sorry, Joe Durso's connection that brought him to the show. His name was Ron LaSalle, and man, he he started to sing. And if you know me, you know you know my favorites are you know Springsteen, Tom Waits, Bob Seger. You know, I like Rod Stewart, Todd Snyder, John Prine. Not, not all the greatest singers. They are in their own right. But, you know, they don't have the voice of Burton Cummings or, or uh, Steve Perry from Journey. But this guy's voice just captured me in his stories. And, you know, I was just blown away by the lyrics in Ron's songs. And to top that off, meeting him, he's one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Uh, so he played the in the in the songwriter's round with Rick. No, actually, no, Rick put it together with Joe Durso, Joe Grusecki, Ron Sexsmith, and Willie Nile. Man, what a great, great show. You know, we had the bands come on after, but that part of the show was so good. We did it again the very next year, and Ron, Ron was a part of that as well. Um, he played with his uh, band, the East, East Side Rockers. Yeah, Ron LaSalle and the East Side Rockers at uh, Light of Day 2, which was fantastic. He also played one of the summer shows with the band, and I kind of always felt bad about that show because the sound was just it was just terrible. We didn't have a good sound. I learned about sound <laughs> as, the, as we did this. I, I found how important it was to have great sound, uh, as Joe Grusecki about the monitors in the first year and uh, how important that became in putting together the right sound company <laughs> for our shows. But I learned a lot along the way. But, you know, I got to uh, I got to meet Ron and really enjoy his music. At the time, he had an album out called Nobody Rise for Free. And, oh, top to bottom, what a great album. And he's got two other albums, uh, one of them is called Too Angry to Pray. 
and I always forget the name of the other one about the Bloodhounds, but uh, he's got three amazing records, got a new one coming out. We stayed in touch over the years. Uh, he played uh, the Light of Day Canada virtual show, uh, and, you know, always you ask him if he could participate, if he wants to participate, and it's always a yes with Ron, anything you want. He's a great soul. Uh, I love his music, a great singer-songwriter. Check him out on so uh, Spotify. He's from Niagara Falls, New York, but he also lives in Chicago. Uh, just, a, just a wonderful human uh, who can write like nobody's business. And this song here, it's, we're going to bring it down a little bit. It's called Nobody Rides for Free. It's the title track from uh, his incredible album, Nobody Rides for Free. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ron LaSalle. Cotton candy and tilt the words. Loose talk from tattooed girls. But the midway whispered secrets about suckers born each day. And I began to realize from a dream there's no escape. Ain't no shortcuts to happiness Life's just a lottery We'll take our chances, it's hit or miss But nobody rides for free Now little Lord She says she's doing fine She's 21 with a nine-year-old mind And her mother swears that Jesus As a father sobs at night Little Laura tried to fit in But she overpaid the price Ain't no shortcuts to happiness Life's just a lottery We take our chances, it's hit or miss But nobody rides for free You can have what they want Or want what they have there ain't no difference, you see There's always a price To our choices in life And nobody Rides For free
me and Ann were together so long I'm still not sure how it all went wrong Too many dreams, too many falls Too insecure to see we had it all But I can never blame her She carried so much weight Paid the bills that bought me time To make these choices I've made Ain't no shortcuts to happiness Love's such a mystery We take our chances, it's hit or miss but nobody rides for free Nobody rides for free Nobody rides for free You're listening to Just Around the Corner on 4680Q. I'm Dan, I'm a Dave. I'm your host for Just Around the Corner, and today's show is called Songs from Around the Corner, and that was Ron Sell a beautiful song called Nobody Rides for Free. Great message in there, and he's uh, quite true when he says that. And it, it was a very appropriate song for Light of Day, and the first time I heard it, and I think that was one of the reasons I, I just fell in love with uh, the song and uh, all of his songs. He's a great, great performer, and hope to have Ron on soon. So next up on our Songs from Around the Corner is somebody you all know very well. He spends a lot of time in Niagara Falls. He's uh, Hamilton's native son, Mr. Dave Rave. Dave, I didn't know Dave before Light of Day 1, like many of these great musicians. And, uh, you know, Rick invited him out to the show just to hang out. And during that show, he got up and he did a version of Let's Shake with Joe Durso and Stone Caravan that had everybody talking after. The energy was incredible, and I, I still remember my father saying, you know that, that kind of eccentric guy that was up there, he was kind of punky, you know, who was that? That was so good, there was so much energy. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dave Rave, we're going to have to get this guy back someday. So I got to I got to know Dave over the years, uh, especially the last, couple, last year or so. We've really got to know each other well. He's been uh, working with my son, Evan, and uh, he actually played the, the Light of Day virtual show with his band. Uh, he's been around Light of Day. He's done our songwriters shows uh, in the past at Big Texas last year, and his band sang on the Light of Day virtual show, as I said, back in 2020. Helped make that a great success. He just recently joined the Trues. We were at this show. He joined the Trues, Max uh, Kerman from the Arkells, and a host of other great musicians, too. And they started the encore of this uh, charity show, J.R. Uh, Diggs' acoustic charity show, with this incredible version of Let's Shake that just took the took the show and the place to just a different level. Uh, and, and though I know this song uh, isn't actually originally Dave's, uh, Dave's kind of made it his own over the years. He's a member of Teenage Head. He's been a member of several bands of his own. And this song here just kind of sums up the energy and uh, everything there is about Mr. Dave Raven. I'm hoping we'll get this at a Light of Day show in the near future. Ladies and gentlemen, the Teenage Head, Dave Rave, Let's Shake.
from the album Frantic City. That was the Teenage Head and Let's Shake. And it's a, it's another one of those songs like Light of Day that is an amazing closer to a great evening of music. And I'm sure we'll see that uh, at a Light of Day show down the road. Now, I was saying one of the reasons I wanted to do this show was to introduce you guys to some maybe lesser known Light of Day artists, uh, folks that you might not have heard their music. Um, but I know that once you've heard it, you're going to be checking them out on Spotify and hopefully going to their website and purchasing their music because you know what, we can listen on Spotify, but we got to make sure we help support all of these artists. They're not making these big, huge contracts like they did in the in the old days. Uh, Spotify uh, pays uh, pennies for their music and their streaming. So go buy some merch, go to their shows, and go to their website and pick up you know their vinyl, their CDs, even if you don't have a CD player. Help them out. So, anyways, so that was, that was my little uh, rant for today. But uh, it's something we all should, you know, pay attention to, especially when you're supporting local and you're out at a show. Pick up their CD and their T-shirts and help them out. So I saw this next performer back in 2012 uh, in Asbury. He had just put out an amazing album called "Same Old Brand New Me." His name is John Eddy. Now, if you don't know him, he's check him out on Facebook first of all. He is one of the funniest humans i know he just the the way he writes in his songs too but the way he posts on facebook it's uh oh and i gotta tell you this uh besides him being really funny he just finished a cartoon that's coming out on netflix called agent elvis and he did this with priscilla presley so he hasn't put out any music in the last couple of years he's been kind of busy and matthew mcconaughey is actually the voice of elvis so look for that on netflix i think it comes out in march and uh proud to say we know john eddie and we've had him at several of our shows so uh we had him in 213 uh, 2013 come up for lighted day seven and that year we had something that we called the Center Street Shuffle, and bands were playing at Old Yanks, uh, Old Yanks, Yanks Old Niagara, and Jack's Cantina, and John played over at Jack's, and man, he rocked the place. I remember uh, Serena from the Mandevilles getting up. I think they did the Rolling Stones together. It was just a cr an incredible night. Bands of both venues, and you were going back and forth, but uh, man, John stole the show, and some of my friends that were there were just blown away and then he the next night he played a light of day seven at the greg fruin and uh then he went off to toronto to, and finally kingston uh to play i'm not sure if there was kingston that year or the following year either way he's played several lighted days uh lighted day niagara toronto and kingston he's not just an amazing songwriter uh but like i said he's he's really really funny so the next song that I'm going to be playing, it's got an interesting double entendre to it. It's, like I said, the last album, Same Old Brand New Me, is, is fantastic. Front to back, some of the most beautiful songs, some great rockers. But this one was funny. And I remember hearing it for the first time and, and laughing. And, you know, I play stuff around the house and my son listens to it. And, you know, this song came on. And, and I think Evan was nine at the time. Uh, so this song comes on and I'm laughing. He's like, why are you laughing, Dad? And I said, well, I was... I had a different meaning to the song, <laughs> you know, kind of what the nine-year-old mind is is pulling out of this. And uh, he said, what is it? And I said, oh, I'm not, don't worry about it, you know, not a big deal. And, you know, kind of avoided the subject. So I'm out, I'm out in Kingston for Lighter Day Kingston, and Gord and Jeanette were putting on their amazing show out there. And I was in the hallway talking to John, and I always called Evan, uh, you know, just to wish him good night. So I gave him a call, and it was me, Gord, and John standing there told John I was talking to my son, and I, I had told him the story already about it, so he <laughs> took the phone from me, and Evan said, so what's this, uh, what's the next song, or sorry, what's uh, the song Real Big Deck actually about? 
And he said, well, you're, you're a little young right now, my friend, but uh, when you're 18, uh, you know, I'll let you know what it's all about. So uh, I thought, how funny, we should play this. He's 18 now, my son, and I think he kind of figured this out on his own. I don't think Dad had to tell him. So here's a great song from one of my favorite singer-songwriters, John Eddy, from the album Same Old Brand New Me. This one's called Real Big Deck. I got a real big deck. I got a pool out there. I got the best backyard in the cold sack. I got steaks on the grill. I got my neighbor's respect. You want to check it out if you haven't yet. I got a real big deck. I don't like the grass. It's hard to hide It's a ballet long And it's a ballet wide I've seen jaws drop When I see the size I've seen iron shock And that jealous look In other men's eyes I've got a Turn my sprinkler on Don't need no trampoline Don't need no volleyball net Oh, you know what I mean If you've ever seen My real big dad comes up short man it just can't compete all the boardhouse wives in the neighborhood have the time of their lives sitting on that old hardwood I got a real big death I got a big backyard John Eddy singing about his big backyard and his real big deck. Hopefully you guys figured that one out. That one was for Uncle Bill out in Oshawa, Ontario. 
and uh, he became a big, big fan of John Andy that year. Uh, and I've never heard anyone play more John Eddy in their home and in their car than, uh, than Bill. We just went to New Jersey together, and uh, I think we played three albums straight of John Eddy, and, and, I, and I love it. So it's nice to have other, other big John Eddy fans in, uh, in the family. So that was uh, from the album Same Old Brand New Me. Check them out on Spotify, and don't forget to check out Agent Elvis. Yes, that's his new cartoon on Netflix, uh, probably cartoon is the wrong way to term, you know, term it, but yeah, that's what it is. And uh, it's he did it with Priscilla Presley, and the voice of Agent Elvis is none other than Matthew McConaughey. Wow, that is going to be a hit. So check that out on Netflix this month. Back in 2010, uh, we were approaching Lady Day 4, trying to figure out who in the heck to get as our headliner. And uh, my Lady Day partner at the time, Mike Minervini, he decided out of the blue just to, I think he sent an email or he called, can't remember, either way, it was out of the blue to the great Gary U.S. Bonds. We're all big fans of Gary, and uh, lo and behold, uh, it happened. He, I don't know if he spoke directly with Gary or an agent, but we booked him for Light of Day 4, uh, 2010, and I was a huge fan of Gary Bonds because as a kid, he was one of my dad's rock and roll heroes. But then in, in the 80s, little Stephen and Bruce kind of rejuvenated his career with the release of uh, two incredible albums, Dedication and On the Line. And they're, they're still two of my favorite albums to this very day. I, uh, that song, Angeline, boy, you turn that on, you're, you're going to dance. Kind of like when you heard Let's Shake a little earlier. Same type of thing. And uh, so to get Gary Bonds, you know, wasn't just a huge thing for Mike and I, but my dad <laughs> was stoked because he knew he was going to meet one of his rock and roll heroes, and uh, he did. Uh, actually, before that show, it, it was a great time. We were uh, with friends and family uh, downstairs at Yanks. We kind of put on like a potluck. You know, Ma, Ma brought something, Anna brought something, all our other family, you know, it was the Pascos and uh, people from our, uh, Mike and Mike Minervini and people from our committee. And uh, it was Vinnie Pastore was down there. He was the host that year and Gary Bonds. And, you know, we were eating away and, and, and drinking and having a great time. And uh, Pops got to have dinner and chat music with, with his hero, Gary U.S. Bonds. And uh, that was one of the best memories I've had. And, uh, you know, uh, looking over and seeing Gary and dad, you know, he's enjoying mom's eggplant parm, and they're chatting and talking, and it, it was cool because it was like, you know, that that night, my my dad's music and my music uh, lives kind of collided, uh, which which happened several times uh, thanks to people like Southside Johnny playing songs that uh, from my dad's era, um, and and Gary, man, he was he was a true true professional that night. He he played both the Niagara show and the Toronto show. And it, it was just an honor to have him play Light of Day Canada, just, you know, the, his stature and who he is and who he's played with. And uh, even though he didn't get a chance to finish his set, <laughs> uh, it's a long story that, you know, it would be another episode, but uh, he didn't get to finish his set. It was a very long night that night. And by the time he got on and he had an unexpected guest join uh, him and Vinnie Pastore when they were doing a little, a little uh, song, a little skit that they had put together, uh, so he kind of cut that short, and uh, he kind of left the stage, and we were, for a few minutes, we were all looking around going, is that it? And Joe Durso's band was actually backing him up, and I think they kind of did the same thing, like, I think we're done, and we kind of said goodnight, and everybody had a great time, and then the next night, I got to see the whole set. Fortunately, Dad didn't. So Dad didn't get to see the song, 
uh, played live uh, here in Niagara at the Greg Fruin Theater. Uh, one of the few regrets that I have, but the, you know, the show was still fantastic. And the next night, uh, Gary really kicked ass at the uh, Cadillac Lounge. So I got to play this one for Pops. This one's for you, your favorite Gary U.S. Bonds, the song you used to play around the house when I was a little kid. We're going to need everybody to get their hands together. Oh, yeah.
listening to Just Around the Corner on 4680Q Internet Radio here on Chrysler Avenue in Niagara Falls, Ontario. I'm Dan Dave, and I'm your host for Just Around the Corner. Today's episode is called Songs from Around the Corner. We're playing songs just like that great live version of Quarter 3 from Gary U.S. Bonds and telling stories about some of the artists I've met along the way, some of the shows they performed at, and, uh, you know, some some uh, interesting behind-the-scenes stories uh, that you might not have uh, known if you're, if you know, you're watching the show from uh, the front. You don't see some of the things that go on uh, either before the show, during the show, or sometimes at our great after parties after the show. Boy, do I miss those Yanks Old Niagara after parties. we got to get those things going again. Well, you know, the theme has been some of these bands that I didn't know prior to Light of Day or, and, uh, Back when COVID was happening and we couldn't have live shows, I decided uh, to keep the light of day name moving forward. I would try doing these virtual shows. I had done some with my son and thought, okay, I've done enough. Then maybe we could try doing these songwriter shows. And we invited three different artists to perform. I would, we used a thing called StreamYard uh, to produce them. And we would have uh, three different artists, and they'd play a song each, and we'd talk in between, and then we'd have a little discussion at the end, and it was going great. So we were putting together the Willie Nile one, and a good friend of ours, part of our Facebook morning chat was Sammy and Gord, Charles Harrison. He told me about this great singer-songwriter from Toronto that I had to put on the show, and I, I get that from a lot of people, and uh, there's only so much music that one person can listen to, and I do listen to a lot of music, and despite what you people think, it, it's not Bruce. I listen to, I barely listen to Bruce around the house. Uh, those days are over. I've opened up my mind to all this other great music that's out there, but, um, you know, he told me I got to get this guy out, and uh, that artist was the founder of the great Canadian band, the lowest of the low, Mr. Stephen Stanley. So I was like, okay, well, you know, this is a great way to introduce him to, A, myself, and be the, the Light of Day family, so let's do it. So um, I, Charles said, you got to listen to the album Jimmy and the Moon. And so one listen, and then, man, I, w I was hooked. I couldn't take this album off the turntable. That only happens once in a while where I get an album and I don't move on to another, uh, you know, start playing other music. I just get stuck a John Hyatt I always remember perfectly good guitar I couldn't stop playing that when I first bought it. this was the same feel I just kept playing it over and over and over again the lyrics and the music was just it was a little different too for me it was a great Americana Canadian Americana uh, rock and roll and I just really really loved the album and Stephen ended up playing that uh, virtual show and killing it and you know a lot of great comments and uh, we had him back actually uh, for the virtual show night two when we did the big uh, virtual show for Light of Day. Uh, I think we raised about 18000 during those two shows. It was great. Tom Morello and Steve Earle and Rick Rose and all these great artists uh, donated uh, a song or two. And Stephen was actually live because we had done a few virtual things together. Uh, so he was, he was live that night, which was awesome. And then uh, he came back last year. We decided once things opened up to do these songwriter shows live. So, uh, Thankfully, our friends at Big Texas, uh, the Gallardis, let us uh, on Thursday nights put on these great shows, and Stephen was part of that. Uh, it was just it was great just to have him down and play, and and uh, knowing you know I just loved his music and getting to see him and getting to know him. He's just a great, great guy, a great human, as I've I've said a couple times about these people. But that's that's what you're gonna find as I talk about all these artists. It's because they are they're they're big-hearted individuals that give to charity and. And, and you know they give of their talents uh, to better others, and you know that's that's why we're doing light of day. 
right? Uh, through the music, you know, uh, hopefully we can raise awareness and money to uh, fight Parkinson's, PSP, ALS, and here down in the Niagara region, cancer. So, you know, we, we had them on. We've become, we were originally kind of friends <laughs> on Facebook because we never got to meet each other. I actually met them uh, before a Jake Clemens show when COVID broke uh, out in Belleville and got to meet him for the first time uh, in person, but it felt like I've known him my whole life. He's a huge, huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and uh, he wrote a great song uh, about Boris Soming uh, that I'd love to get a, I'd love to play one day if I can get a, a copy of it and um, get this thing queued up. I was mentioning his album, Jimmy and the Moon, and like I said, I, I it just, it's one of those albums I'm, I'm, begging of you guys to go to Spotify later, listen to it, and then go to his website and order it. Uh, order the vinyl. He'll sign it for you and sell it, uh, send it to you. His music, he's got a new album coming out there uh, on Wolf Island. I think they finished recording. Uh, they're probably just mastering it and putting it together, and it'll be out soon. Uh, I've got actually Stephen coming down uh, for a house concert soon, and I'd love to bring him and his band to Niagara Falls. I know we had a something book in the fall with the band but we had some uh, unfortunate circumstances happen in the family and we had to cancel it so this next song it's my favorite Stephen Stanley song and there's a lot of them trust me there's a lot of great songs this one answers the question when a moment passes is it gone ladies and gentlemen I keep saying that like I got an audience in front of me <laughs> from the album Jimmy and the Moon here's Stephen Stanley and the Troubadour song Don't cry for me and 
get you right in the feels i gotta tell you it's uh it's unofficially steven knows this i guess because i texted him but it's unofficially the song for the evan center as we tear it down one last time out there on beaver dams road that was great steven stanley you might have known him from the lowest of the lowest ronnie hawkins but he's now with his own band the steven stanley band they got a new album coming out very shortly should be in the next couple of months but if you get a chance, go check out Jimmy and the Moon and make sure you add that one to your collection. It's a Desert Island album for sure. It was back in 2010, and we were down in Asbury, and I was backstage at the Stone Point. One of the cool things that happened when we were down there, and, you know, it's not lost on me how lucky we all were um, hanging out behind, uh, or sorry, not behind, but backstage at the Pony, uh, the Paramount, and all these great experiences we had. But we were back stage and we i think my cousin betty god rest her soul was with us and uh red dog i think was there too and mike minervini and we were back at the stage at the pony having a few beverages and i had just seen this band from california called jason heath and the greedy souls and i love their set and it just so happened that the late great phantom danny federici from the east street band um his son was in the band playing keys on the accordion just like his dad and you know so that was kind of you know that was one of the reasons why we wanted to go out there like well, you know Danny Federici's son right obviously we got the Springsteen connection 
so backstage, I was talking to the drummer. We were having, I think I bought him a beer. We were drinking, having a good time. And uh, he introduced me to both of the Jasons, Jason Heath and Jason Federici. And in passing, we kind of joked about maybe them coming down to Canada. Down, I say down. Coming up to Canada uh, from, uh, well, they're in California. And uh, the next year, these guys figured a way to come. They, they planned their tour around it. They showed up in Niagara Falls. They played Niagara and Toronto shows. And I think the next year, they played Niagara, Toronto, and Kingston. And uh, a little more about these guys, uh, in case you don't have background on Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. Uh, you know, anybody that's been to our shows became big fans. But these guys, uh, they go by the name of Greedy Souls, but they're not. <laughs> they, in fact, they donate their time to shows like Light of Day, and they put their efforts towards a great not-for-profit organization called the Jailhouse, sorry, the Jail Guitar Doors. Uh, and this is along with... Some guy you may know, Tommy Morello and Wayne Kramer. Uh, they created the uh, Capo Center that offers creative alternatives to vulnerable, under-resourced populations for music and arts uh, education and activities. Uh, they do so much for so many others. In fact, they, they just donated their time to play on Evan's uh, new record. Uh, one of the songs, Jason and Jason, are both on there, which is really cool and a huge honor. Uh, for Evan, but also for his dad to have uh, these guys, uh, you know, on his new upcoming debut album. Uh, the next song that I'm going to play, I heard that night at the Pony. It was uh, it was probably, you know, one of those songs that get you and you go, okay, I got to know more about these guys. I love that song. This and California Wine. Uh, the song's called Anarchist Girl, and it's from their album, The Vain Hope of Horse. I have to, just as Jason does, I have to send this out to Jamie in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jamie and, uh, is a huge Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls band, and this is her song. It just seems to fit. Ladies and gentlemen, from Cal I 4 IA, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls were one of my favorites. Anarchist Girl.
Listening to Just Around the Corner on 4680Q. I'm Dan with Dave, and today's episode is songs from around the corner. Songs from great artists who've graced our stages at Light of Day Canada and down in Asbury Park, New Jersey. That last song was from good friends of ours, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls, featuring Wayne Kramer from MC5. And uh, like I said earlier, they're. Uh, they work together at uh, Jail Guitar Doors, and they do a lot of great things, helping folks that might not otherwise get, you know, help. And uh, through music, they help these guys out and help get them off the streets. And it's a great thing that they do. And uh, we're proud of them and proud to be able to call these guys really good friends. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I guess it's a little more than an hour. It's a little bit long. I've actually cut one of the songs, and we'll play it on our next Songs from Around the Corner episode. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoyed some of the, the new music you may not have heard before, new artists that you may not have been familiar with. But that's my job. That's what I'm trying to do is bring bring some awareness to some of this great music that I've run into over the years and those that have uh, kindly graced our stage and played our shows. So that that was one of them. And uh, it, it, the friendships that I've uh, acquired over the years through Light of Day is, it's, means the world to me. And I, I guess that's one of the reasons I just love doing it. It's the people and the bands and some damn good music. So for our last song, speaking of damn good people and damn good music, uh, I thought it was appropriate um, to play this song. For me, there are three artists whose names are synonymous with Light of Day. It's uh, Joe Durso, Joe Grushecki, and Buffalo's own Willie Now. Uh, over the years here in Canada, uh, I became a big fan uh, of Willie's, but he became a fan favorite. You know, he's played right up the street here at the old Seneca Queen Theater. Uh, he's had some shows there. Uh, he's played many, many, many of our, especially our earlier Light of Day shows, but he became so busy. It's hard to track him down sometimes for our shows, but uh, like I said, he became a really big fan favorite, uh, not just because of his music and his energy, but just as the, the type of person that he is, a great person, how he would come out after the shows and meet with everybody. And, you know, I remember my mom and dad just loving him. And I remember him joking around and hugging my mom. And Evan was young, and he, he looked at him and he said, hey, you can't do that. That's my grandma. I said, oh, they're the same age. He goes, no way. I said, yeah, that guy up there is the same age as your grandma, and he's rocking the house. So uh, 
you know, Willie became a good friend. I still do some work with Willie uh, through his website. And, uh, you know, you watch what he's doing. And he's he's out there rocking in Europe and, you know, Canada. And went up to the Yukon with Charles and Stephen Stanley actually uh, went up there with him, Stephen and Chris Bennett. And they had a little mini tour up in Yukon. He's just, he's always working. One of the hardest working guys. I know I said that about Joe Durso too. But Willie's one of those hard workers. He's out there playing and and uh, promoting all the time, and uh, he just became a really good friend. And if you listen to last week's show, Joe Durso actually had mentioned, uh, you know, when he be- before we played Hold On, the final song of the show uh, that he wrote for Bob Benjamin, that there was two other songs that are, you know, uh, anthems for Light of Day, and obviously one of them is Light of Day, uh, written for Joan Jett for the movie, uh, and has played it pretty well every Light of Day show at the end. Uh, but the other is a song from uh, Willie's album, The Innocent Ones. It's called One Guitar. It's been covered by many people, including Joe Durso. And it's become a uh, a favorite of uh, the musicians and fans alike. You know, the, it's one of those songs everybody gets up and sings. And, you know, he talks about how we can make a change with one guitar, you know, with our music. You know, one guitar at a time. You bring a bunch of those guitars together. And, you know, these guys are... Are pitching in to to help hopefully one day eradicate Parkinson's, PSP, ALS, and uh, like I said, we give some of our money to cancer. And uh, you know when that day happens, like Willie says, they'll move on to the next cause and they'll kick that one's ass. And you know that's that's always been his mantra. And but it's 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 so true. These are the type of guys that just because we get the cure to one doesn't mean they're going to stop. They're going to keep working. And I'm hopefully I can be a small part of that here in Canada. Uh, interesting side note, uh, if you're looking up Willie Nile, or even if you're a fan, you might not know this, but the album cover for Innocent Ones was actually taken at the Greg Fruin Theater at one of our Lighter Day early on. I know if it was Lighter Day 5, I think. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I think Thomas Weller was the photographer for that one, and it ended up on the album cover for Innocent Ones. Uh, before we play the next song, I do want to remind everybody that next Tuesday I'll be back at 3 o'clock, and if I don't screw up like I did this week, you'll uh, <laughs> it'll be right at 3 o'clock. Uh, and my guest, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I've got to know him a little bit uh, through Lady Day in Asbury Park. Uh, he's a great guy, funny guy, a great musician, and he was the original drummer in the E Street Band. Mr. Vinny Mad Dog Lopez will be on the line. We'll be calling him in New Jersey. He'll be talking about a lot of great things. I'm sure we'll be talking about Warren Zevon uh, being nominated for the Hall of Fame. He's got a band called the Hula Hula Boys. I'll tell you that story later. That was kind of fun. Uh, I'm out. One of the things I, I uh, speaking of Warren Zevon, one of the things I always want to end my uh, shows with, and I haven't so far, was to tell everybody out there to uh, enjoy every sandwich. You never know what life brings, where we'll be next. So enjoy, enjoy the beautiful music that these people give us uh, in the hope that they give us through their music. And hopefully, like I said, one day we will find a cure for Parkinson's ALS and PSP, and we can uh, go on to the next cause. So, Willie. Thank you for all you do for Light of Day here in Canada, as well as down in Asbury Park. Your spirit and your energy uh, is very infectious, and we love you. And here's a song that Joe mentioned last week that is an anthem down in Asbury Park, and uh, I know when he plays it up here, he gets everybody singing and dancing. This is Willie jo- <laughs> Willie Joel. Willie Joel just played Niagara Falls. <laughs> It's the end of the show, folks. This is Willie Nile.
from the album The Innocent Ones, and this one's called One Guitar. And you can sing along if you like. I got this one guitar 